Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we are back. We are working on this week, for the first three days of this week anyway, a new podcast series where it's going to be the 15 new rules to be successful as a new agent. Now, I want to make sure that all of you understand. These rules are going to apply to everybody, and a lot of you who are not technically new agents, you still need to be paying very close attention to these rules because they apply directly to you. And the best part of what we're going to suggest to you or the things we're going to suggest to you, they're about lead generation, they're about making money, they're about helping people, but they don't cost you anything. So with that in mind, Julie, let's roll right in. Yeah, so it might surprise you to hear some of these statistics. I'm going to read some quick bullet points. Ask yourself, which of these categories might you fall into? And are you doing that intentionally, or should you implement some of our upcoming points? Okay, so first of all, according to the National Association of Realtors, that's NAR, about 87% of real estate agents fail within the first five years, and many of them within the first 18 months. Now, on the other hand, the top 1% of real estate agents in the U.S. make an average of $500,000 in annual income, a half a million a year. Now, the average real estate agent in the U.S. earns a medium income of about $50,000 per year, and about 20% of real estate agents account for 80% of the transactions Every year in the industry, that would be the 80-20 rule. And in a survey conducted by Inman, 50% of real estate agents reported making less than $50,000 per year, while 10% recorded, uh, reported making over $200,000 per year. So you can see a great fluctuation all over the board. But I think the most important thing to me is that, yeah, it's absolutely possible to make more than a half million per year. And in fact, 20, the top 20% of the agents are doing 80% of the transactions. Well, and guess what? Here's the good news. All of you are getting raises. Congratulations. Yes, indeed. <laughs> you know, because guess what? Inflation is going to continue to push prices higher. And as inflation pushes prices higher, you're going to be obviously getting a portion of that um, increased sale price. So you are in the right place at the right time selling the right product because unlike virtually everything else that's for sale, when there are economic headwinds, people will start to prune what they're spending their money on. But when it comes to real estate transactions, people always need a place to live. So congratulations for having chosen the perfect career path to be on during um, economic uncertainty, which a lot of people will agree the country is experiencing right now. But inflation overall, even though it is something that's going to create a lot of you know consternation for years and years to come in the real estate industry, because it is going to push prices up, you will be getting a continuous raise every single year. And Julie, there was a report I read to you, it was on CNBC, that talked about the fact that last month, it was almost funny because the article was written kind of egregiously because they didn't want to report good news about home prices. But in essence, the asking prices of real estate have inflated. It was like month over month. Remember I read you that? Yeah, yes. this morning. And the uh, markets where it was inflating the quickest were, as we've been telling you guys for the last two years, we predicted this would happen. But they're the... Uh, the markets that many people would consider to be the, the B and the C markets. And Julie and I were particularly thrilled to see Columbus, Ohio on there because we have a lot mm -hmm. of rental properties there. But Columbus and Cincinnati and Cleveland and 
some of these other markets because what people are doing is they're moving out of the more expensive areas. They're moving to the areas like Columbus, Cleveland, and Cincinnati. Yes. And they're able to have all the modern conveniences. They're able to work remotely and they're able to cut their cost of living down dramatically. I, we um, saw that when Julie and I were living in Austin. It was almost a you almost had to tell all your neighbors that you weren't moving from California because there were so many people moving <laughs> yeah. to California that everyone just assumed in Austin you were moving from California. And, of course, the local Austinites were all, you know, bemoaning the fact that prices were going up and all they're worried about politics and all the rest of the normal things. Uh, but the, the moral of the story was people from uh, California were cashing out moving to Austin. Now Austin prices have caught up with California. Well, now it's Tennessee and Florida. It, it, that's exactly right. It's Tennessee, Florida, then Ohio. You guys get the point. So guess what? This inflation area, this inflation that we're going to be going through the next five or ten years, which is going to be omnipresent, is going to be something that will um, create more opportunities in the marketplace, which is, I know, dramatically different than what a lot of you guys are being led to believe. So, Julie, let's get to these points. And these are, again, if you're new in the industry and you're wanting to be successful because of this market, or if you're you know, in the industry, you've been in the industry for a while, this is a good list for you to check yourself against to make sure that you have your head screwed on straight because what it took for you to be successful in the past largely will still work, but you're going to have to adapt to this new market, and this new market will not suffer fools. No, that's for sure. So part one, point number one, pick your broker wisely. This is a big decision. Now, it's not just about commission splits, and that's a mistake a lot of new or newer agents make, thinking it's just about commission. But here's a question. Does your broker have stock awards, health insurance, daily education, and revenue share? It's costly to start with the wrong brokerage. Having to switch later costs not only time, but also money. So get the, make the right decision the first time. Now, if it's too late for you to make that initial decision, it's not too late for you to make the right decision now. For example, Tim, I, I just saw this headline yesterday. EXP paid over $240 million in revenue share and equity benefits to its agents. That's just last year. And that's up 20% from the previous year in what everybody would consider kind of a funky year. Well, here's something else that's interesting. There was another report that came out, and I actually saw this on Instagram. Dan Lesniak, who's part of our group, put this up as an Instagram post that showed, I think it was the top 10 real estate brokerages by dollar volume and, and uh, you know number of units sold. And EXP was the only one of all of the big brands that had an increase in both categories. Mm -hmm. Most all the others dropped by dollar volume and dropped by unit counts. And I believe EXP increased by 20% yes. last year. You saw that too? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's extraordinary. So if you're, <laughs> guys, look, if you're trying to choose which broker to align with and all the other brokerages, all the other big box brokerages are essentially not able to thrive in this market. And if this market uh, lasts like it is for a long period of time, which it will, Generally speaking, when something has negative momentum, it just gets worse. The negative momentum builds its own negative, um, you know, downstream connotations and ramifications. And you're going to see more people being laid off. You're going to see more. Uh, the commission splits are going to be made less friendly to agents. All these types of things are coming your way, except for EXP Realty. EXP Realty is growing because of this market. And, you know, that's kind of extraordinary. So that's something you want to be opening your mind to if you're trying to choose the correct broker right out of the gates. It's the reason that Julie and I, one of the many reasons, we aligned with EXP Realty four years ago. And we strongly encourage you to take a look. We've made it very easy for you. 
Uh, if you're just getting started and you're wanting to explore what eXp has to offer, just text the letters eXp to 47372. Text the letters eXp to 47372. Or if you're ready to join eXp Realty and you've not yet chosen a sponsor, Julie and I are formally applying for the job of being your eXp Realty sponsor. Text me directly at 512-758-0206, 512-758-0206. Point number two, commit to earning while you learn and be learning all the time. This is really important for everyone, not just newbies. You don't have to be perfect to be productive. You must take action from day one in order to build your skills quickly. And the best people to role play with are actual prospects with actual homes to sell because, you know, agents like to hide out in role play and, you know, uh, productivity partners and accountability partners before they want to pull the trigger on talking to somebody real. So this point number two, Julie, this mm -hmm. reminds me of a lot of your new private elite coaching clients yes. that you've been talking with. Most all of them have uh, ridden the wave of the you know FOMO market, where the sellers mm -hmm. were essentially not that selective who they're going to list with. Buyers were going to buy no matter what, no matter what the price was, condition or location, right? Yes. And so n many of them didn't have the opportunity or really the motivation to learn how to go after expireds. True. So of all your new ones, how many, what percent are wanting to learn how to um, go after expires? Well, on some level, 100% of them, right. I would say. Now, they have differing spokes in the wheel that we'll talk about later. They have different strengths. Some of them are very strong with center of in, centers of influence, or maybe they work new construction really well. But across the board, to your point, they all want to add on not being good, not just dabbling, but really being great at expireds, which is just an absolute goldmine. But here's the thing about that. They all also, and I'm proud of them, shout out to all of my incoming class, I like to call them, right? <laughs> because they have embraced this particular point. Now, some of them are newer than others. Some of them just, they're new to expireds, but they're earning while they are learning. They're learning while they're earning. They're not having to perfect every last sentence of every script in order to have real conversations with real sellers who actually have to sell. That, I, it really is it's so important, that point. And look, it's not about finding more role play partners or accountability partners or practicing your scripts or getting all your Mickey Mouse organized. It's about actually getting in front of a real seller. The pressure of being in front of the real seller where you can screw something up and where you can essentially basically lose that opportunity will force you to learn so much faster you won't even be able to believe it. It's extraordinary. It, it, you know, it's, it's, everything in life is that way. Get into action. It's throwing yourself in the deep end. Have the courage to do it because you'll learn faster. Every single market in the United States is, uh, there's an expired, there are expired listing opportunities. Maybe they're the newest ones and they're certainly the oldest ones. Open your mind to it. By the way, our partner with expired listings, the company that, you know, one of the big questions, all right, Tim, I want to go after expired listings. I signed up for your guys' coaching. Now what? I need, you need to get the data. You need to get access to expired data so that you don't have to waste time trying to find the phone numbers for those sellers. You want to make it so every morning you turn on your computer and you basically are all the information of all the new expires and all the information on the house, what it's worth, it was previously listed, and of course, lots and lots of phone numbers. All of that's there waiting for you. And the system we strongly suggest you guys use is RedX. And RedX has allowed us to offer you $150 discount when you sign up um, by texting the word RED, R-E-D, to 47372. Text the word RED, R-E-D, to 47372. This is the perfect partner to our coaching program 
for those of you who are actually ready to step up to the plate and learn how to go after expireds, which should be all of you, expireds are the, simply the best opportunity to learn how to be a listing agent now. So text the word RED, R-E-D, to 47372. Remember when texting, message and data rates may apply. So text the word RED to 47372. So Zig Ziglar said, success is where opportunity meets preparation. So for example, by using Red X, you will be prepared with all of your phone numbers. You will no longer have the excuse, I don't know how to find them. I don't want to spend all that time just using my hot sheet to go on some forensics thing online trying to get those phone numbers. So I have to address something you just said, guys. It made me smile. How many people are listening right now? are joining our premier coaching program, learning how to you know have the scripts in front of them. They know Red X is going to do the heavy lift for them and find the phone yes. numbers. They know they'll have, be out of excuses uh, and the <laughs> only thing left for them to do is make the calls. So the last thing they're going to want to do is be without excuses. So they're going to procrastinate forever and research a million different, spend thousands of years. Some of you, hopefully, the uh, analytical amongst you uh-huh. should be laughing at yourselves right now. Here, here's how it goes. I don't want to spend the money. I'm going to try and do it myself. And that lasts for like maybe one or two days because you have this list. Because yes, you can get the list of your daily expireds from your hot sheet. And from you have, the MLS. From the MLS. Maybe you've got 10 that you really like because you know you spent two hours cherry picking your way through those. And now you're going to try and find the phone numbers. So you're going to go to whitepages.com and you're going to Google and you're going to try and find them on LinkedIn. And you're going to end up with maybe two workable phone numbers by the end of the day or the week. That's not efficient. Remember that the definition of success is doing, I'm sorry, the don't, I got tangled up in my quotes because I was looking this up. Success is where opportunity meets preparation. So the more prepared you are with those phone numbers, the more likely you are to find that success. We are in the job of systematically removing your objections and your excuses. That way you can move forward faster. And you know, it's hilarious when they do that. They always say the same thing. Mm-hmm. I had this great conversation. You're not going to believe it, Tim. I had this amazing conversation with a with an expired who has to sell their house. And not only that, they're going to let me price it the right way. And you know what? They were really, really nice. And I'm going to tell what I'm about to share with you guys will, for many of you, cause you to have a little bit of, um, you know, frankly, it's going to make you a little uneasy, but this is the truth. A lot of you want to make a big, huge mindset deep dive, psychological, mumbo, jumbo, all this other, you know, woo-woo stuff as to why you're not picking up the phone. A lot of you are going to spend a lot of time trying to think that something is wrong with you or you need, you know, we talked about the lack, you're you're, uh, wanting to be over-prepared, which makes sense, but that's the reason the coaching program exists there for you. But ultimately, you're still going to say, well, I just didn't, I, I just didn't pick up the phone. I couldn't do it. I couldn't this, I couldn't the other thing. So when Julie, we both had coaching clients like that. Yes. Who, I mean, you role play with them, All like the on time. your coaching call. Uh-huh. And they're, and they're like, so damn good, but mm-hmm. they will not make a call. I know. And and then they'll, they'll say, well, I'm going to go after expires. And then one week passes, another week passes. They don't get any progress with, hmm. they don't get any success with it. Wow. And then you got another agent that's, you know, never uh, even role played the script, let alone knows it. And they don't even screw around. They just say, All right, I'm going to do exactly what you said. I'm going to go right after the business. And they start taking listings. That's right. So you explain to me how you move the other agent who, generally speaking, and I say mm-hmm. this with love and respect because you're analytical, right? Sure. Who, uh, that person who wants to sit in the starting gates forever, how do you get them to move forward? You mean somebody with maybe analysis paralysis or they're trying to develop some kind of specific tick that keeps them off the phone? Yes, something they're like trying that. to create some yeah. sort of excuse why they're not actually doing what they don't want to do when they don't want to do it yeah. at the highest level. Listeners, are you listening? 
Julie and I are America's number one real estate coaches, according to many. So the reality of it is, is what we're about to tell you. We'll remove all excuses, which probably will make most of you uh, very insecure. Go ahead. Yes. Well, I'll tell you from my own coaching perspective, right? So the first thing I do is I make sure that they have all of the tools. It's not fair to ask somebody to do something if they don't know what in the world you're talking about. So we talk about what is the point of the expired script. We go through, you know, why are you asking these questions anyway? Because you're trying to find motivation, time frame, all of that. That way you can close them. So we make sure they understand the script. I do do a bit of role play with them, but I'm not going to do it for endless amount of calls because the best role players are somebody with a house to sell. I'm not currently listing our house with our coaching clients. So you need real prospects. All right, now if we go not one, not two, but three calls where they have just procrastinated, come up with excuses and you know none of them are really valid, then we actually go straight to prospecting on a coaching call. And you know what happens? They almost always set an appointment. Now, here's what the I want The point you- being that they don't know what they don't know because they've never done it. So the longer you wait, the bigger of an issue you develop in your mind. So right. I don't let that go for very long because the most important thing you can do, whether it's expireds for sale by owners, probate, any of these things that you guys avoid because you've made it out to be some big scary thing, you have to get that first victory. And then they become addicted to it, which is a lot more fun. And when they're addicted, when they have that first victory, it doesn't even have to be like a listing sold from calling expires. No. It could just be a good appointment. Sure. It could be getting a contract. A great signed. conversation with somebody who's got a house to sell. Then they don't even have an emotional attachment to the what was causing them not to procrastinate in the first place. But here's what I want you guys to understand. There's no amount of dream boards and there's no amount of woo-woo that's going to make your laziness and your fear of basically being in front of someone who could say no to you, go away. The only thing that's going to make it go away is actually by doing it. Remember what Julie and I said. It's a chapter in our best-selling book, Harris Rules. If you want long-term, ever-increasing levels of success in your business and personal life, do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. I hope, hopefully, I know not all of you, because I do know 20% of you are the ones that are making most of the money in the industry, right? So I know this message isn't going to resonate with many of you, because many of you just aren't ready to hear it, but it is the truth, and eventually you will discover that it's the truth. Why don't you, you know, shorten the learning curve, increase your income, and learn it now? Well, and you know, you only really have to sell one a month to make 10 to 15 grand. I know, so it's incredible. there's I that. Mean, when you and I sold real estate, we had to sell between 100 and 200 homes per year um, in, a, uh, in where we sold real estate to make the same amount of money that some agents in most of the country are able to sell by, you know, earn by selling like 30 or 40 houses. I would say that's right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it's extraordinary. Uh-huh. How Absolutely. much more expensive things have gotten. Absolutely. That's on your side. Okay. So point number three, create your sphere of influence. Some people call it the uh, center of influence and expand it daily on purpose. Now, these are the, all the people you already know. They know, love, and trust you. As such, they are almost always your first three to five transactions. Now, if you've got a really great center of influence, maybe you're selling in the town you grew up in and you've got a lot of college buddies, you might do 10 transactions out of that crowd, but then it'll start to dry up. So you've got to continue to work it. Use your smartphone contacts to create your database. Talk about real estate all the time with everyone and learn our Ford, F-O-R-D, memory jogger. Internalize it and use it all the time. That stands for family, occupation, recreation, and dreams. Those are your talking points. We've done podcasts on that topic. And it's obviously a ton of content. Remember, guys, this is, this is not coaching. You are not receiving coaching right now. This is training. 
If you want coaching, that's part of the Premier Coaching Program, and that's where we give you all the scripts. That's where we help you you know, go through the scripts with your coach because there is a daily semi-private coaching call so you can learn why one question in the script leads to the other, leads to the other, leads to the other. That's what professionals do. That's what you guys should move forward and do as well. That's right. So when you're building your center of influence, your database, and you're expanding it, you always have to have some speaking points about what's happening in real estate. And I always make sure our coaching clients have this. Are rates going up and down, or up or down? What's going on with new construction? How many days on the market does it take to sell a home in your market? I just looked at the Austin stats this morning after you gave me that article mm-hmm. uh, about home prices increasing. And it was almost like, it was astounding week over week that uh, Austin has gone from an average sale price, it had gone down from 700 to 650 with an average days on the market of about 60. Now days on the market have gone back down to about 40 something and the average sale price has climbed almost back to 700. Yep. Isn't that interesting? And Austin is one of the least uh, is one of the markets that did not increase in value at the same time where Columbus, Ohio did according to that article. Yes, it's pretty interesting. So knowing those facts about where you sell real estate makes your conversations that much more interesting and makes it so that your past clients, your center of influence, your friends, they know love and trust you and you will get organic transactions from that. A lot of you don't you you guys are secret agents. You won't have conversations with folks about real estate because your mind is filling with all these Mickey Mouse excuses. I don't want them to think that I just want to be friends with them for a real estate deal. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to say it. I don't want to look like a, you know, blah, blah, blah. You've got all this, you know, fog build up in your mind. But here's the reality of it. Everybody loves real estate. Everyone loves talking about real estate. Mm -hmm. And when you have something to say that they're going to be interested in, which if it's about real estate, everyone will be interested in it. They're going to want to talk to you. So it's not difficult for you to become the very magnet that pulls people to you because you actually know something that they want to know more about. Tell me about that recent sale. Tell mm-hmm. me about pricing trends. Oh, I watched CNN or Fox News today and I was talking about blah, blah, blah. Well, you might be surprised to hear, uh, you know, Bob, that the market actually isn't falling off a cliff, that in the last so many days, homes have increased by this much value and so forth. You guys get the point? That is what it takes to actually have meaningful conversations. Stop hiding out for what you're, you know, for your, from stop hiding out, frankly, from your potential success. Well put. Point number four, understand what makes you money in real estate and spend 90% of your time on those activities. Here's the list, which you should memorize. I put it in this order on purpose because it's chronological. Proactive lead generation, because if you don't do that, the rest of the list doesn't exist, right? So proactive lead generation, furiously fast lead follow-up, pre-qualifying, use a, a proven script, presenting, negotiating, and closing. Now, the most important thing on this list is indeed proactively generating leads, and then, of course, following up immediately, then you get to pre-qualify and present in such a way that you actually win the business. You can hire somebody to process your transactions once you know how to do the process. When you get great at lead generation, the rest of the list actually takes care of itself. Now, I want to, Julie has furiously fast lead follow-up in there, which obviously is very important, but if you're proactively lead generating, and on that lead generation contact, you follow our scripts and you essentially follow the system, there won't be any lead follow-up necessary because you'll have set the appointment. Good point. Y- your goal when you're setting an appointment is not to make that into a lead that you're going to follow up with. Um, that's the reason I always put that when, uh, at the I end. I understand. And that is a big mistake that many agents make, not just our newbie crowd, is that thinking that the point of the conversation is to create the lead versus realizing that somebody who actually is motivated, which you find out by using a good script, is closable 
for that appointment right now. Skip the lead follow-up if you can, if you've got somebody motivated in front of you. But agents don't know how to do it, right? You haven't had to know how to have actual sales skills. But when you're talking with somebody who has a house to sell or might be you know, putting a place for sale and you pre-qualify them, you know what their motivation is, you have to set the appointment at that time. But that's where you guys wimp out. You don't, and you make it a lead follow-up and guess what? They never talk to you again. And they end up listing with somebody well, else. Well, I didn't want to be pushy to well, I didn't want. I didn't want them to think I was being pushy. So here's the simplest of ways to set an appointment. When you even have had the initial contact with someone you have no contact with, let's say you did the smart thing. You subscribed to Red X. You text the word RED to 47372. You start calling expired listings. The, you're using our scripts. Your first contact you make, and this could happen, will be somebody you set an appointment with. Don't just say, well, I'm going to put them in my CRM and I'm going to trip on them. Don't do that. There is the the most successful agents that we have ever coached, the most successful salespeople, uh, period, have the fewest number of leads. Because if you're accumulating leads, you're making a mistake because what that should tell you is you're not closing for an appointment. So after you proactively lead generated, after you followed our script and you've gone through the process, do you simply say this? So Mr. Seller, listen, I'll be in the neighborhood today at five o'clock or would six o'clock be better? And I'll pop by and show you exactly what I can do to get the property sold. You don't ask them for an appointment. You don't say, "What? well, when can I come over? You don't wait for that. You give them a choice. And then they're going to tell you, well, six o'clock would be better. Well, great. I'll see you today at six o'clock. In the meantime, I'm going to send over a pre-listing pack. And then within the pre-listing pack are the answers to all the questions that you might have for me. And I've got great news for you. Remember, listeners, this is for an expired. You will soon discover that sometimes the best homes don't sell. And it's not for the reason you've been told. And all that information is right there in the pre-listing pack. Please review that prior to me getting to the house and seeing uh, and visiting with you. Now, if they're interviewing other agents, if there's, you know, you got to follow the system. If they are interviewing other agents, you want to put yourself last in the appointment, especially if you're a newer agent who's building your, you know, strength to be able to close on one appointment. What you're wandering into coaching now. Yeah, I know. I because can't help the, it. Because I, I understand because there is more to the picture than all of this. But the original point was the more prepared that you are, the more likely you are to actually ask for that appointment, to set that appointment. You guys tend to avoid it. Because somewhere in your conscious or subconscious mind, you're going, oh my gosh, what if this is a real listing appointment? I don't feel prepared. So I'm going to put off the appointment. I'm going to follow up. I'm going to put you in my drip system. I'm going to call you a lead to follow up I'm going to send you a bunch of videos and I'm going to watch to see exactly. which videos you watch for I'm going to research everything. I mean, and meanwhile, somebody who's more aggressive, more polished, and more scripted than you has already set the appointment. And by the time you follow up in three days, if you follow up at all... The house is already on the market. So here's a little takeaway. Um, and then Julie's got one little final point, And then we're going to pick up tomorrow where we left off today. Your goal is not to make anything complicated. And what some of you have been led to believe, and this is not new agents. So new agents, actually, you guys have an advantage because you're not coming off this you know, hot seller's market. It turned to a hot seller's market in about 2009. So yeah. if you've only sold real estate since 2009, when frankly quantitative easing started, uh, you know, when the Fed started buying mortgage-backed securities and driving interest rates down and all the rest of Making it. Making your lives much, much, much easier. Much, yeah, if you don't believe me, how's it com how does the last year compare to this year? <laughs> right? Yeah. See the difference? So here's the moral of the story. If that's been your experience uh, and you've come up in real estate in, in the last, last 15 years or less, chances are your uh, notion of how to be successful in real estate is way too complicated. You think it's about having like whoever has the most people in their CRM that they're following up on wins. Like it's a contest, you know, whoever's doing the most 
complicated social media lead generation funnel system is the winner. That is the exact opposite of the truth. In the last market, actually was covering up for the fact that most of what you guys have been doing was not working because the velocity of the sales. You didn't know that that CRM wasn't getting with all the drip campaigns. You thought that that's what was causing you to be successful. But guess what? Those people were going to buy or sell anyway. And now you're starting to see the difference. If you have a big CRM, um, here's your homework. Call all of them. Call on the phone. And you will be shocked how many of them have actually purchased a house. You'll be shocked how many people you've been dripping on who maybe even have been watching your stuff, you know, have already done a transaction and are not in the market. They're not your customers because you didn't call them. Calling when everyone else is doing things passively, proactive versus passive, is the secret sauce in life, not just this market. That's right. So our final quote of the day is from John Maxwell. The secret of your success is determined by your daily agenda. And much of what we do in coaching is keeping you on track. With all my coaching calls, I go to, are you on track ahead or behind? Which assumes that we have actually set specific goals together, which of course we have. Are you on track ahead or behind? Well, what you do daily, you know, we have a saying, you're either self-employed or self-unemployed every day based on what your actions are. So this, this series is mostly for our new or newer agents or returning to the market agents. But well, I really think that all this applies to everyone. Well, this is for the agent who has maybe even been in the market for a while, who is willing to put themselves to the point where they're consciously incompetent. Yes. Where they're willing to accept that they, what they don't know and they don't know. This is somebody yeah. who has set aside their ego. Mm -hmm. This is somebody who most likely will be one of the 1% in real estate and make over half a million dollars a year. Has that potential for because sure. Because they're willing to say, I realize new market requires new skills. Yes. That's not everybody. Most most no, people isn't. in life in general will never admit that they don't have it all That's figured true. out. It takes a special person. But remember the stats that we talked about at the top of the uh, podcast? Yeah. Well, some people will fall into that category that are going to wash out in the first five years or less. Yeah. I mean, and that's true with everything in life, not just being successful in real estate. In spite of our best efforts <laughs> on right. this podcast and in coaching. Exactly. So guys, thank you for keep keeping this number one listen to daily podcast for real estate professionals in at least the United States. It is our pleasure. It is our honor to be part of your lives every single day. You are certainly part of ours. Please do the right thing and give us a five-star review on iTunes and do include a pithy comment. It's very easy to do so on your phone because most of you, like 93% of you, are listening to us on iTunes. Uh, just scroll to the bottom, hit the five stars, leave a little comment, what you learned, what you appreciated from today's show. It helps us to get the word out. Frankly, it helps us to save a lot of agents from a lot of unneeded, you know, and the misery that happens when a market hits like this and agents don't know what to do is really sad. And it's, it's you know, it's something that's avoidable. If agents were simply to learn the truth, we'll learn that they can be successful because of this market. And I think that's the reason that this podcast is increasing double digits every single month. Mm -hmm. Tens of thousands of you from at least the United States are listening to us because you're ready to hear the truth because you've tried all the other things and now you're actually ready to get to work and be of service with to other people. And I get it. I appreciate it. And we salute you. In the meantime, we'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.